Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present, and let's dive in. Every one of us, especially in this very external, very external civilization that we live in, is under pressure to look better, talk better, earn more, have bigger things, smell better, Jesus, taste better, uh, be smarter, and the list just goes on. And I think that additional pressure that society has put upon us is causing us to become a victim of the comparison disease. And what happens is where comparison can actually be a positive thing, and there's a specific way for that, and I think I'm, it's, I'm glad we're doing this as a two-part, because uh, this, I think this really does require two parts, this live. Uh, what we're doing today to raise the issue and to you know, get a little bit of an understanding of the subject, and what we'll look at in the second part, Alex, is we could look at some of the solutions and strategies to start to overcome and deal with comparison. But before we can do that, you know the deal. Before you go and take on a fight with somebody, you're going to watch a bunch of videos and see how that person is. So this is what we're doing. We're getting to know our enemy in this life. That's why it's part one. We're getting to know our enemy. What is comparison? We want to understand it scientifically. As you just you know? said, I mean, for instance, if I'm going to, let's use the, the fight analogy. I'm going to go and fight Crusher Killer Smith in six weeks. I need to be, I need to compare myself continually to other fighters in the gym who are, at, who are like him. And I need to, otherwise, it's, yeah. I've got to build myself up and I need to keep testing myself. And, so, and there, are, there are times when you're going to need to do that. I mean, if, if you're selling, if you're a businessman selling a product, Coca-Cola or Pepsi, you're going to compare each other right. because they're two of the top brands. <coughs> right. But the, the, the plan is ultimately to get so powerful, like become a Coca-Cola or Pepsi, it doesn't matter. All right, because you right. can have both. And that's, that's the trick. Yeah, it's good. I think there's friendly. I totally agree. You, you need, you need rivalry to, um, maybe rivalry is the wrong word. A competition. There's healthy competition, which is yeah. which is going to make you grow. But then, but, yeah. there, but there is the the, the the time when you're going to be like, hold on a minute, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm, and you you don't, Absolutely. and that can be so. There's chains, heavy chains on you that you can't get out the starting blocks. You're not going to get up completely, and I think that's why. What and, and you kind of said it when you when you compare yourself too much, you're ending up creating a pair of what what, and I'm sure some of you heard this. You're you're ending up creating a pair of golden handcuffs for yourself yeah. because now you're bound by the very comparison that you made, the very thing that was inspiring us, like the very thing that inspired me when I was a kid 
to become a city professional. I, I always aspired to be a high flyer in the city. Why? Because I saw people older than me, my older cousins, people around me. I'm Indian, right? Indians do this shit. I mean, we're, we're born and trained from childhood to become a lawyer or a doctor, an accountant, an engineer, or whatever it is. It's just in our tradition. So I was programmed from a young age. You've got to be successful. That success means you've got to have a great job in the city as a high flyer and earn a certain amount of money or minimum. So that programming showed me the kind of people I should compare myself to. And by comparing myself to those people, I went upon a journey that took me into the corporate world. And I spent 25 years there. And during those 25 years, the comparison led me to have a pair of golden freaking handcuffs because suddenly I was bound by the very thing that I was aspiring. I was attached to the outcome. I was attached to the money, the outcome, the prestige. When I didn't get thanks for my stuff, I was upset. When I lost the job, I was upset. Anything that was affect, I def the freaking job defined my success, and therefore comparison became. I became a victim of comparison and com robbed me of joy, because happiness didn't mean anymore. And like for you, right? I mean, happiness suddenly didn't mean coming home and seeing my family and they're smiling, or seeing my nieces and my nephews and they kind of drifted a cartoon. That doesn't happy make me happy anymore. It's about how much money I'm bringing in and how successful I am up the corporate ladder. Well, screw that shit for a laugh. It just ruled my life for so many years. I mean, I coach people on this now because I live this shit. And that's, you know, which does my head in as well. Everybody wants to be a damn coach. Go and live the life. Go and suffer. Experience some real shit and then come and teach people. Don't go and just say, I want to be a coach because somebody else has been. Nothing wrong with comparing yourself to the degree, I think. Like, I compare myself when, when we were out in Hungary, right? And uh, you and you were, you were coaching us in, in some sparring. Yeah. I thought I'd love to be like Alex, the way he kind of moved, because the way you were moving with the animal moves when he, when you did the boot camp type of stuff, it's amazing. And I thought I'd really love to be like, like Alex, you know, I wish I could get a piece yeah. of that. So that kind of comparison I feel is healthy. I mean, for okay, me to become, listen, when I'm not feeling motivated, I, I'm strong enough to, I go on to go to the gym. I go on Instagram or what I call fake book. Can I look at these? Young or hot studs, or not, not always young hot studs, maybe people are older than me who was moving around. And make, how the hell can that guy do that? It, it, it's, a, it's a kick up the ass. I don't spend hours and hours and hours thinking, oh my God, that's not, I they're doing that and I can't do that. I'm thinking, right, okay, yeah. I want to summon that. And I, and I, but I learn that it's a powerful tool. You've got to know when to, like, if, if you overload yourself with comparison, you start doubting yourself. Oh, hang on a minute. But a, a bit of it is good. Do you know that's great? I want to be like him. I want to be like her. I want to do that. I want some of that. And, and that's human nature. Um, that's good. But it's it's also, it's very, it's a double-edged sword because too much of it, you can, yeah. oh, hang on. I'm not even going to start. If I get in the, let's go back to fighting. If I'm going to get in the ring, that guy's so, he's going to hit me with his, his punch is so powerful. He's more flexible. He's younger. He's got more testosterone. He's been training longer. Oh, no, I don't know. Hang on. And you start talking to yourself, especially in the fight game. And the life, I, I like to use the fight game as a great metaphor for life because we're all, we can always be in fights and not necessarily physical fights, but fights with our loved one, with our spouse, with a business partner, with the competition. And it's, it's learning how to use those metaphors 
I mean, it's quite, it's, for me, it's easy. When I'm in a cage, there's another well-trained killer who wants to kill me. And I can, I can focus. What's the best method for me to defeat this opponent? And you just, you've just got to find the best methods to defeat the opponents in your everyday life. Yeah, oh, couldn't have said it. Yeah, beautifully said. I do, you still need to and, compare and yourself to them. I've got to compare myself. Like I said, like, I mean, Pepsi and Coca-Cola, they don't really need to compare themselves to each other. But that I do remember many years ago, there was the Pepsi challenge. Can you taste which one? It, and it was always about, they were, they were hit loggerheads to try and, this was, God, blimey, I'm 44. So this was when I was around 10 years old. I don't know if you remember. This. I was right there with you, baby. <laughs> I was there. Now, I was 14. They really don't need to compare because they're two such high quality brands. That they've, yeah. They've milked it. But um, there is a point when you're coming up the ladder. Imagine you're a new Coca-Cola. You're Tesco's Coca-Cola. I mean, that's probably a bad analogy. But um, I, do you get my point? You, you need to build yourself. Totally. Once you build yourself up enough, you don't need to what you can exit the fight game, the metaphorical fight game of life. And you've done that by comparing yourself, but with a strategy. So comparison is okay as long as you've got a strategy. Right or wrong? What's your opinion? I think I think comparison can be used as a positive tool if it's used in the right way. But the same tool can be then become very destructive if you let con comparison consume you. Comparison should serve us and not and we shouldn't be consumed by comparison. And part of this dialogue right here, and, I, and, and you've just said it so eloquently, right? We need to be able to get better at letting comparison be our servant, not become slaves to it. And we'll look at strategies how to do that. But the very first thing we're going to do, and that's what this live is about, is beginning to, re beginning to recognize where comparison is actually limiting our progress rather than enhancing our progress. And I go back to this example, right? If I hadn't got well-established, highly educated, successful cousins when I was growing up at my university days and when I was you know, in my late teens, in my early 20s, if I hadn't had those role models to compare and that kind of comparison is more aspiring, right? That kind of comparison is more aspiring. And I thought, if I didn't have those guys to compare to and say, wow, they're like, they're making this much money, they're 10 years ahead, I want to be like that. If I didn't have that, I perhaps wouldn't have gone and had the successes that I had in, a, in the corporate world. But had I stayed in the corporate world and continued looking at what I don't have, well, shit, I'm bound by golden handcuffs and suddenly I'm a miserable bastard to be around, you know? And... I think all of us can, I think, can relate to being a miserable son of a bitch at some point in our life. And it's got nothing to do or very little to do with the loved ones around you. you, you that's the thing. We blame other people around us, our loved ones, saying that it's their fault. We get ratty at them. We get, you know, we get grumpy at them. But actually, we're just projecting our inability to compete or achieve the thing that we're trying to artificially compare ourselves against. And we're projecting that shit back on the people we care about. I know what you think about that, man. A million percent. You've just said it in eloquent, perfect terms. Horrible, right? Why are you doing this to your loved ones? Like, and then you've got your partner yeah. or somebody who comes to you. Wait a minute. Watch this. Watch, watch this. Watch this. Then your loved one or your family or your friend, somebody who actually gives a shit about you, your friend, somebody, they kind of say, hey, dude, is everything all right? Because you become a little bit moody and grumpy. Somebody says something to catch you when you're being a jerk and unfortunately your ego or your pride 
or your pure blindness to that comparison prevents you from seeing that. And instead, you go and slap them in the face one yeah. and you disregard it. That's and then guess pride. what happens? That's pride, isn't it? And it's um, pride. Really? I was just talking about this today. Someone was talking about I've been with Nicola, my lovely fiance, for seven plus years. I was giving an interview about a pantomime I'm doing. They, they, they actually brought up what's the, what's the secret for us staying together? And it's, it is actually, we always want our pride, what makes us want to be right all the time. And being mm. right doesn't necessarily make you happy. You can be very happy. Yeah. And being right isn't the best way because I like to be proved wrong. Um, mm. and I know I'm slightly yeah. off topic, but right, it's yeah. kind of in a similar vein. We compare ourselves to other people and we want to be the best we possibly can. And we, we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to be wrong. And when, you, when I actually now try to celebrate being wrong because I'm growing, it, it's very humbling. And that's, that's the, the thing about comparing myself to someone else. I can compare myself to someone else. And sometimes, right. oh, I don't feel so great about myself. But then I, I, because I love myself, truly love myself, I can, okay, God, Alex Reed, you're a good guy. Alexander Reed, you're a, Reedy, you're a great guy. You're a fantastic guy. Look, that guy's better at this, he's better at that, and he's better at that. Yeah. But that's okay. But you're, you're good in this, these places. Okay. Right. Let me let me try and build myself up, and I've gone back to Nicola. Why why am I talk, why I was talking about Nicola? Was we've learned I'm I'm okay with being wrong, and that's the secret to me and Nicola being together, because we don't you're okay. Now. We don't try to be right all the time, and, and although we um kind of slightly off topic, but the comparison is we're always trying to compare ourselves to better other people to be better, to be uh, um yeah. being better yourself. In yourself, and it, it's probably not. You're not explaining this right. We, if you, because we want to be better ourselves, yeah, we want to be right. And if you're, if you're, yeah. if you're always right, you're not always going to be happy. No, I think I think that's absolutely true. You're not always going to be, and I think it is about you against you, right? It's the um, I know you love Rocky, and I know you particularly love Rocky Four. And if you remember, there's a song by Survivor. Um, the same band who did Eye of the Tiger for Rocky 3. In Rocky 4, they did the song called Burning Heart. In the burning heart comes the fire. Right? And, and in that song, he says, um, and in the burning heart, the battle rates higher. And, it, and in, that, in the verse, he says, um, in the glorious heart, there's no surrender. Cause it's you against you, right? It's you against you in that song, Survivor. Right? It's you against you. It's what you just said. It's not about you against somebody else. It's you against you and that song. In the, in the warrior's heart, there's no surrender because it's you against you. And it's the triumph that, you know, whatever those words are, can anyone, it really can hit anyone me. anyone watching this, if you've got a second, could you Google that on YouTube and someone put the link on it? I want to, in the burning heart, uh, the Rocky... I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, man. I got, I got this, I got this, I got Rocky this. Rocky 4, because we love Rocky, Rocky, Rocky sayings. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I got this, I got this. I'm going to love this, wait a minute, one minute, let me get this. Um, One second, hang on. Oh, man, I'm going to love this. Here we go. 
Yeah, right here. Amazing. I, I used to love that. that. That was so inspirational to me as a young man growing up. And isn't that, <laughs> wasn't he clever? I mean, that was someone I did compare myself to and wanted to be better all the time, you know. And I, it's, um, it, it's, it's like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I sound convoluted how I'm trying to explain this. You want to be better. You want to improve yourself. There we go. Wait. In the darkest night, rising like a spire, in the burning heart, the unmistakable fire. Here it comes. Here it comes. In the warrior's code, there's no surrender. So his body stays down. His spirit cries, never keeping our soul quiet. No, it's you against you. It's the paradox that drives the song. It's the battle of wills. In the heat of attack, it's the passion that kills. The victory is yours alone. Come on, Alex. In the burning heart, just about to burn. There's a quest for answers and a quench of the thirst. In the darkest night, in the darkest, rising like a fire, rising like a spire. In the in the burning heart, the unmistakable fire. Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking I about. I can see him Woo! fighting Ivan Dragon now, training in Russia. Um, Come on. And that was that he I used to always compare myself to Rocky. And that was a good association. I wanted to be so like. What's my age again? What's my age again? How old am I again? 48. I still love that shit, man. And I know you do too, man. You get me going, man. You get me okay, going, man. It was something magical about Rocky. It still is. Yeah, but there's so much wisdom, right? You know, it's not about what's your favorite one. You, that you know, one, it's not that's, the... that's that one. Say Rocky that one. four, Rocky four. You gotta love Rocky four. It's not how how many times you get knocked down. It's how. Yeah. Come on, tell him, tell him, tell him, man, tell him, Alex, tell him. Rocky four. Man, listen. You know what? I mean, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I think I just got carried away <laughs> because. Alex, he said it so beautifully, right? Because it's you against you. Listen, guys, you're watching this. Let's all wake up and smell the coffee. It never was about you and that chick who's a size eight and you're a size 12. It never was about the guy who's got bloody six packs abs and you're suffering because you've got an overweight body fat level. It wasn't about that. It was about what's here and how you can evolve yourself. The biggest battle that we can win is the battle with the mind and the self. Mastering the self is the most valuable gift. Confucius said it, Emerson said it, Thoreau said it, the Buddha said it. People thousands of years ago said it, but every mother is caught up for this. They want this and they want the sex, they want the drugs, they want the food, they want the car, they want this. Did I say those things are bad? I didn't say those things are bad, but to be obsessed by that mother at the detriment of your own mental and spiritual health, right? What sacrifice, you know, what profiteth a man? What did Jesus say? What profiteth a man if he gains the world but suffers the loss of his eternal spirit? Jesus, damn. Yeah. 
Alex, man, I, I'm getting I'm getting head up because this shit ruled my life for 25 to 30 years. All the guys who got the better looking chicks than me. I thought maybe I'm not the good looking guy and now I need to be good. So I'm a miserable bastard because I don't think I'm good looking enough. What the fuck? So many years wasted in this shit you, when actually- Do you ever, in all your spirituality, Damn. in all your wisdom, in all your experience, do you ever, hey, hey Jazz, I go to church with Jazz, how you doing, mate? Um, do you ever up, have a, have doubts? Do you ever have doubts yourself? Think, yeah. Do you ever get like, do you like, uh, hmm. do you ever feel low in that respect? Do you look at other people and think, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, uh, very much so. Is, it, is that, I mean, I do. In, in how I do, I do. And I'm like, I check myself. Hang on, mate. After like, I've talked, I'm talking to myself. Reed, come on. You're a good guy. <laughs> Can I just say that that is one of the, that, that right there, and maybe we'll kind of, let's save this for part two of this. That right there is a beautiful tool that we can all learn to use. That is positive self-talk. What you just said there. Come on, Alex. You don't need to. What you just said there, right there. That's the thing right there. You see, here's the thing. We're mostly running our, so everybody has self-talk, right? Everybody does you know, and it's called the inner critic. Um, when I coach people about it, um, you know, I have to deal with loads of people's inner critics. I mean, I got somebody who's a successful CEO and he's living halfway around the world. I'm coaching him online right now. The guy's inner critics driving him crazy because his wife told him he's a useless piece of shit who isn't going to do anything. And she just spends all his money and calls him a loser because he's, uh, you know, he's not, you know, he's not exactly, um, aesthetically pleasing and he's balding and he's overweight, but he's actually a really good soul, right? He's caring, but that negative self-talk is going on. And it's what you just said there. That's one of the powerful, the most powerful antidotes is to turn that around into a positive self-talk. And part of that is saying, hang on, really? You've done a lot in your life. You've taken 300 fights, more than 300 fights. You've worked with the best of them. You've fought with the best of them. You've trained harder than other people. So who is it really about? Is it about, all of that out there, or is it about you and my, the people who actually give a damn about you? You know. My point is though, Crash. It, in all of my experience, and all of the the hards and the trials and tribulations I've I've been through, is I haven't got a bat think a bat think shield of steel where it, your bullets cannot harm me. I still get the metaphorical bullets, and sometimes they come through right. I'm like, and they hurt, and it's. As I keep saying it, nothing hits you as hard as life, as Rocky's saying again. Um, life can be totally. so hard, and it's it doesn't. It's not always. It's, if I I feel if I am numb to that, and I do have a, a force field to stop any negative yeah. track coming, I'm not. Right. I'm not real. I mean, because life is always going to be painful. We're always going to be affected by the horrible things that atrocities. There's so many atrocities that happen on this planet as we speak. Forget about in other countries, in our own country, in our own families. In, you know, right. in the, totally. the sad things we say to each other. Now, I, as much as I have, well, I was going to say, I get really sad. It, mm. the, the tr and I do the positive self-talk. It's when you're feeling so sad that that is so hard. But there's, I've built in a fail-safe mechanism to like, really, you will never get up. Even, and almost a com comedic. It's like almost, a, I don't know if it's the army humor, I don't know if it's my soul or my spirit, which is 
saying, look, never give up. Because I felt so low, so suicidal. Right. I wanted to, like, just end it. And there's a, there's a little bit inside me that just says, shut up, Reed. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know where that's coming from. Because some people don't have that. Maybe, as, I, no. I mean, I've done lots of meditation. I've done lots of spiritual work. I've, I've talked to my creator. And I have purpose Powerful. and faith. My purpose and faith is what stopped me from... I know we've gone off slight topic about comparisons here, but we'll get back onto that in a second. My purpose and faith has stopped me from, from being so low. I'm like, Reed, you might go and kill yourself, but how's that going to help the rest of the planet? How's that going to help forget the rest of the planet, all these people in your life? How's that going to help you? You've got, you're a good guy, Reed. Right. And, and it, as crazy as it is, you start talking to yourself like this. I'm like, this is what's got me from the dark, lowest, darkest places to get myself back up. I'm like, Reed, you got stuff to do. You're a good guy. If you, how, totally. you can't just give up. And it, what also helps, what helps me is I believe um, in this spiritual, I'm getting get woo-woo here, in this, as a spiritual being, living a physical existence in this physical body, I believe I have a soul. I don't know, just if you don't believe in that, just, just indulge me for a minute, guys and girls. In this, in yeah, this, spirit, yeah. in this physical body, if I, once I disappear as Alex Reed, if I die, um, you know, I get burnt, I get, I rot in the ground, whatever. My soul, I just, the, the, the essence of who I really am, I believe goes somewhere and comes back. If, if I have more lessons to do in this, in this physical incarnation called planet Earth, in this reality. I'm, and I believe it's reincarnation. Um, and I, I, I believe I one day will attain at a, a higher level and i hope that is the next one because i'm kind of getting very woo here i'm not trying to scare people <laughs> yes. going no. a bit heavy <laughs> that is the thing that stops me from wanting to kill myself or actually doing it because right. i'm like mate you're just going to come back and do it again yeah you know, why why do I wanna... beautifully said if i'm going to get out i'm going to come back and do it again and this all started from comparisons and um, you could compare yourself I've had so much pain and misery and I look at other people and right. I want, that's not right. What? They, and you get no. so low, so low. So don't let it run. You do. You're like, why is my life so shit? And hang on. Then like, but the, in the, in a positive way, I, 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 I man up because they will read. Well, look at what you've got to be grateful for. You're not in a war. You're not, um, a suffering pedophilia, um, famine, plague some debilitating disease yeah you've got sadness but there's always someone worse off and that's right. that that comparison is a positive comparison right pick me back up and there was silence <laughs> no i agree I, I i i'm just fascinated that i'm hearing this because um so I, 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 I talked a lot there. I mean, yeah. comparisons, basically. We're talking about comparisons today, for those of you who just joined us. And um, I've waffled a bit because I'm trying to... There's some very tough subjects. And I, I started off, yeah, for man. those of you who didn't join us at the beginning, I started off... I don't feel fabulously, stunningly good-looking today. I've got bashed in training today. And I was thinking, maybe I should make myself look more stunning and gorgeous and dapper for <laughs> fake book. Because... You know, you want your lovely audience to make you look, you want to look great. But I want to be real. 
real was the and sometimes I don't explain things fabulously, but I try to get my essence out through my soul. God, that's that's very hippie. Oh, I think that's beautiful, man, because um, and don't even apologize. Right. And, you know, you know, you never have to apologize. If there's one thing that I think all of us who are well wishes, friends, followers um, and just people who admire you, if there's one thing that will be written on your eulogy, my friend, is that Alex spoke his heart and lived by his heart, even if it made other people unhappy even if it wasn't perfect it was you and it was authentically you and you know it reminds me of another great song oh man it's all it's all about the songs today man oh man what's the, okay okay alex alex this one right wait a minute can, can i give it to you yeah can i give it to you hang on go for it it's coming to this oh man i'll tell you what there are so many lessons in in lyrics um and you know you cannot you cannot you cannot underestimate the value of listening to stuff because everybody's listening to BS stuff that you can listen to, but empowering songs here. Listen, hang on. Let's see if it's coming. Here we go. Okay, you know what it's coming. Alien. I don't take coffee in my tea, my dear. I lug my toast on on one side. You can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. Now, the reason why I'm playing this song is listen to what he says right in the heart of the song, the belly of that song. No matter, right there, right there. Listen, listen to that. Be yourself, no matter what they say. Be yourself. No matter what they say. Come on, Alex. Be yourself. No matter what they say. Come on, Alex. Be yourself. No matter what they say. Be yourself. No matter what they say. Be yourself. Right there, man. Be yourself no matter what they say. Hey, folks. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments, subscribe and share it with those you care about and take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops or retreats or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.